Uh, today we study from Shishi till Shavii. And we have already learned much about the Mishkan, the three major furnishings, the walls, the roofs, the blankets covering it, the curtains and the screen curtain demarcating the Kodesh Kodoshim, behind which the Oron was placed, uh, in front of which the Shulchan and Menorah were placed, and the Mosach, the screen at the eastern entry, um, draped along five Amudim. Now, we're about to learn about the Mizbeach, the altar. And now, in the Mishkan, there were two altars, one which we will not learn about today. The other, which we will learn about today, is called the outer altar, the altar which was outside the uh, Mishkan, entirely outside the structure that we have been discussing until now. And here is the um, uh, description of that altar. An altar, of course, is a Mizbeach, upon which sacrifices are offered. The Mizbeach is to be made of Shittim wood, Chamesh Amos Orech, the Chamesh Amos Rochev, five by five, and Ravua Yehiyah Hamizbeach. It is to be square, five lengths, five widths, Amos. Vishalosh Amos Komoso, and three Amos is to be its height. Now, here we have a machlokas as to how literal we are to understand this statement that the Mizbeach was only three Amos high. Rabbi Yehuda insists that this is literal. Dvorim kichsavon. This is to be understood literally. That the height of the Mizbeach was indeed three Amos, width and length five Amos. However, Rabbi, Yehu, Rabbi um, Yossi insists, <coughs> no, that just as it says here, the word Rovua, and it says later on, when describing in Perak Lamed of Shemos, the inner Mizbeach, also is to be squared. Just as the inner Mizbeach, the height was twice the length. Here, too, the height is twice the length. And twice the length means ten amos high. If it is ten amos high, what is the meaning in this posseg of three amos high? Rabiosi says it's three amos from the markation point called the sovave and above protruding three amos. So it's seven amos till the point sovave, and then three amos above it, and it's those three amos to which the posuk refers to here. Uh, again, in, in, in this presentation, in this little mini-course, we cannot go into the details about this machlokas, but I felt it was important to understand that we may take the three Amos literally, um, or, as Rabbi Yehuda does, or not. 
as Rabbi Yossi does. Attached to the four corners of the Mizbeach were four protrusions known as horns or karnos. Now the karen, the horn of each Mizbeach, seems to have been an extremely, extremely important part of the Mizbeach. Mizbeach had four protrusions at its four corners. The Osisa Karnosov al Arbapinosov Mimenu Tihieno Karnosov. These horns or protrusions at the four corners were to be carved out of the same sheetim wood as the uh, same block of sheetim wood as the Mizbeach proper was. They weren't to be built separately and then hammer, hammered and nailed on by a carpenter, but they were part and parcel of the wood itself of the Mizbeach protruding in four corners. Vitsi piso, so nechoshes. This Mizbeach is to be overlaid not with gold, but with copper. This is the outer Mizbeach, outside the Mishkan, the, which we're referring to, the Mizbeach upon which the animal offerings were brought, and it is therefore known either as the Mizbeach Hachitzon, the outer Mizbeach, or as the Mizbeach Hanuchoshes, because it was overlaid, as we see here, with copper, not with gold. Then there are various kalim, various vessels, which are necessary in the procedure of the Mizbeach, in the procedure of um, consuming in fire the pieces of flesh of animals which were placed upon the Mizbeach, and cleaning the Mizbeach of the ash of that fire, of that flesh. In order to do that, you needed various vessels, various kalim, utensils, and here they are listed. The Osiso Sirosov Ladashno. You should first make pails. Pails are large vessels with a wide mouth, and these were to be used to remove the deshen. Rashi points out that the dashno could mean to make deshen, to make ash, or it could mean the dashno to remove ash. There are certain words in the Hebrew, Rashi says, and it gives several examples of them, which mean to do a process and also to undo that process. So the so dashno could mean to build up ash, or it could mean to remove ash. And here it means to remove ash. Viyo'ov. Another one of the kalim is a yo'eh. A yo'eh is a kind of a shovel or scraper, scraper with which the refuse on the altar is gathered up and placed into the sirim, into the pails for removal. So sirosov, yo'ov, are necessary for the cleansing of the altar from its ash. Umizrikosov. And you also have to have certain basins, cup-like basins, which are used to collect the blood from the animal and eventually to sprinkle that blood upon the altar. Umizlegosov. Mizlegosov are forks or flesh hooks, which are used to put into the chunks of meat and to move them about as necessary. These are the Mazlegosov. And the machtosov, 
Machtosav are small um, uh, pans or shovel-like instruments, uh, often translated as fire pans, which are used, as um, Rashi says, to remove the coals from the Mizbeach HaChitzon, of which we're studying, uh, on certain occasions, to take those coals and put them into the inner Mizbeach for the burning of the incense. So these are the kalim, the vessels, which have to be made. L'chol kelov ta'asenachoshes. All of these utensils are made of copper. Notice, no gold here. Wood and copper. You should make now for the Mizbeach um, a netting, a mesh work um, uh, called the Mikhbor, um, the a grating. And this Mikhbor is to be wrapped around the entire four walls of the Mizbeach at a certain point, of which we will learn in a moment. This is the Mikhbor, the netting, the mesh. Ma'ase Reshes, meshwork, network. On the four corners of the Mizbeach, at the point of this Mikhbor, of this netting, are to be placed four rings. We will see it is through those rings that the badim, the poles with which the Mizbeach, the altar, was transported, would be inserted. Vinosata also, where should you place this Mikhbor? Tachas Karkov HaMizbeach Milamoto. It should be placed just underneath another wrapping around the Mizbeach called the Kharkov, which is the ledge of the Mizbeach. In the larger Mizbeach in the Beis HaMikdosh, this was actually a ledge upon which the Kohanim walked. Here it was more of a decorative ledge, the Kharkov. Underneath that Kharkov is placed the Mikhbor. The Reshes should just be just underneath, the netting should be just underneath the halfway mark of the Mizbeach, halfway up the Mizbeach. The Osiso, Badim la Mizbeach, you should make poles, rods for the Mizbeach, Badeyatzishitim, like all the other rods, they are to be made of Shitim wood. These rods would be inserted through the Tapaos, and that's how it would be carried, as we will soon see. The rods, like all the other rods of which we've learned, is to be overlaid, but in this case, not overlaid with gold, but overlaid with copper. Vitsipisa osam nechoshes, overlaid with copper. You should take these poles or rods and insert them through the rings which we saw were affixed to the netting. So these badim were parallel alongside two of the, the two parallel walls of the Mizbeach when it was carried. Incidentally, why the um, emphasis 
here upon copper, 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 as opposed to gold. Rashi explains back on Posuk Beis that since this Mizbeach, the altar was used to bring forgiveness to the Jewish people, it's to bring forgiveness for brazenness. And the word Nechoshes, which is often translated copper, also means bronze or brazen. So some, a metal which is brazen is symbolic of brazen, um, arrogant uh, behavior, chutzpedika behavior. And that's what sin is. Sin is a brazen defiance of God. That's the symbolism, says Rashi, for all the bronze or copper in the Mizbeach Hanuchoshes. Finally, the last Pasuk says, Nevuv luchos ta'aseoso. Interesting thing about the Mizbeach, it was to be hollow, nothing inside. Although we studied already that earth was placed inside. But this was not a block of wood. This was walls of wood, which was hollow. Ka'asher hero oscho bohor asu. As we are shown on the mountain, so shall you do. And so, we have finished until Shvi. We've learned in quite some detail about the uh, Mishkan, its uh, architecture, its contents, or at least its major contents, and now also the Mizbeach, which is outside of the Mishkan. By the way, there was one major, major furnishing of the Mishkan, which we have not learned about, and that is, we've already alluded to it, that is the inner Mizbeach, Mizbeach HaPanimi, the Mizbeach HaZohov, upon which various functions were performed, including the burning of the incense, but we're not going to study about this in this series. But we have learned about the Mizbeach HaChitzo. Tomorrow, we will, in the next presentation, we will learn about the outside courtyard of the Mishkan and just what that looked like. So, we're um, almost finished. One more Parsha to go in Parsha's Truma.